0: this issue has is one of those where I just weirdly remember a lot of stuff from it. Oh really? Maybe cause it was like, there's not a whole lot going on in the issue. So I was just like, I need, you know, I trying to suck the last bit of nutrients out of that dirt. I
1: know it really was this, this, this magazine, um, uh, you know, they, they fucked up. It's tough. <laughs> it, it I mean, I, 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 going, well, it, going every month, it's pretty rare that, it's gonna be like stacked with good games, cause it's yeah. it's every month. Like every month, like maybe one good game comes
0: out. Especially yeah, back then, they having this. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot. I'm I'm rolling already. Can, okay, all right, here we go. All right, here we go.
1: Here we go. Let's, let's, just, let's just jump in. Let's jump in. It's that. let the sticker. Let's get it out Vol- of the way. Felix the cat. Oh, I the cat. cannot
0: believe they tried to bring oh. Felix back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast for me and Weston. Hey. Hey, whoa, yo. hey it's uh, me, Weston. <laughs> All right, I kind of like really shot through our intro with that. Yeah, we got Does go that th- feel, does yes. that suffice? Can I just say Brett and Weston and that's it? Is-
0: yeah, sure. I mean, is there anything you want to say about yourself?
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of this issue, this volume. Of oh, yeah. uh, this one. I have a I- book coming out in February. Oh, shit. Yeah, you want to plug, uh, plug that?
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I wrote a book called Paranormal School 13, which is set at a public high school for weird kids with superpowers. Hell yeah. Uh, Like witches and wizards and werewolves and psychics. And uh, yeah, instead of it being some boarding school in a castle, it's, it's just a public school in Los Angeles. And (laughs) like, what? it's an anthology book. So it's like lots and lots of main characters because you know, at a school like that, you know, there's not one character fighting an ancient evil. There's like, you know, going to be like a half dozen at least. <laughs> and the other people who aren't are like getting really into classwork because they want to get a good grade, but the classes are messed up. And then also the whole thing too is like,
1: it's uh, one of those books that the format changes a lot. Like it's, it's not told like just through text, right? It's like, yeah, it's like entries and journal entries and
0: yeah, like it's, it's, and- uh, it's linked like, uh, uh, th- there's a mandatory journal. Uh, which is an homage to a collaborative writing website I used to be a part of called Psychic High School, Boom. where you told stories in linked journals. So it's like the the school has a very old website that you have to use. So it's all these student journals linked together to tell the stories. Boom. So hell yeah, yeah okay, uh, get a little plug. Yeah, look at that. Hey, we should yeah we should plug the stuff we're, we're working.
1: Plug, on. Yeah, all right. Uh, in one. To two years, I'll have a movie.
0: (laughs) That's right. You were working on a feature film. (laughs) In one to two years. Did we ever talk about... (laughs) But the group you're doing it with has done some cool stuff in the past, right? Did we ever talk about like Bachelors, but with dads? No, I don't think we fully have. But yeah, man. Man, we've got the old... Here, we're both going to plug stuff and then we'll read this bad magazine.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, skip this episode and just watch, read our stuff, no, watch li- it. Listen to the plugs. This episode's yeah. skippable. <laughs> honestly, let's just do plugs the whole episode. Yeah, I guess the biggest thing would be like Bachelor Dads was with that group and that was was a, like channel, a Channel Chan- 101 show yeah. that we
0: had a good run with. That was, it was fun. Yeah, uh, you guys slayed, like, so Channel 101 is like a monthly film festival where you vote for quote unquote. Five minute episodes of TV shows yep. to come back, and half of them always get canceled. So, so yeah, it's like half
1: will lose. Like get,
0: it's it's cutthroat. It's Ben yeah. Hur. It's Gladiator. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a
1: brutal thing, but it's very fun. Uh, and so that was like a super fun, but that that was a while. I mean, I just saw that uh, on my YouTube because like I. F- it like it popped uh bachelor dads. the first video popped up said four years ago
0: yeah 2018
1: man four five that's crazy uh it feels i'm very much itching to get another thing out there i've had like little stuff since then but uh, i'm ready for like a really big project that i've really put a lot of time and heart into
0: yeah that that show is extremely funny so if you haven't seen it go on youtube bachelor both hey, dads. Let's go one. watch it cool all right look at that We, hey, we, plugged we away. hey good work plugging each other's <laughs> stuff <laughs> Hell yeah, my man. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so
1: unfortunately... we we, we absolutely should have plugged your Kickstarter. I I don't know. Well, but the the delay
0: with when we record Uh, means that like... I guess
1: that would have been weird. Yeah, so like we're recording
0: this in November, but this episode's going to come out like what, end of the year? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. So next time I do one, I'll make sure there's enough spin up that it's like (laughs) there's going to be a Kickstarter when this comes out. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough to line that up. Well, honestly, by the time this episode comes
1: out, uh, I guess it'll be... One to two years minus two weeks or four weeks until my movie comes out.
0: Yeah, so one year, eleven months <laughs> until uh, until it hits. So yeah, we're burning away some of the time. Uh, do you know what Felix the cat is?
1: Uh, Felix the cat is like
0: it. He's, I mean, it, he's it's, an old cartoon character. To
1: be honest, I feel like I know who Felix the cat is, but I feel like if it was a black and white, because Felix the cat is like an old, very old timey cartoon. It seems mm-hmm. like it's like a steamboat Willie, like era kind of thing betty boop yeah Yeah. and so i think uh if it was like uh, bobby the dancing elephant and it was like an elephant here who was like in that black and white aesthetic i would think (laughs) oh yeah i recognize bobby the elephant i think i'm more i'm just recognizing the aesthetic versus the character
0: yeah it was invented in 1919 so it's like as old as like the earliest like fleischer cartoons and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyways, yeah, we're, we're here at the man.
1: Do you, uh, the cover,
0: I know people like always say this
1: aesthetic is rough because obviously back then there was like, it's very associated with like pretty bad shit. Uh, oh, like like, like the, yeah, like like the that. casual racism yeah. and car- like
0: minstrel characters in uh, cartoons and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The tough thing is the aesthetic is so fucking charming.
0: Well, and not right. all it's of it. So
1: and not all of it's like that. Right.
0: But also like to keep countering like back <laughs> and, you know, that's good. That's bad. That's good. It's like not all of it was super like Felix the cat is a cat. Hey, good for him. But yeah. like also those old cartoons were frequently very rapey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You, you go watch those old Betty Boop cartoons and it's literally, they are yeah. chasing her. To I mean, it,
1: it goes into that whole thing where like, uh, you kind of forget how not evolved we are. Like how, <laughs> <laughs> like how yes. honestly, like yes. you could just look back a few years and, uh, you know, just, uh, very recently gay people could get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a recent thing that happened. Uh, and, and even, uh,
0: I would say now, sorry, what were you going to say?
1: Oh, just just realizing and like I know we still have moments of like, oh shit, like it, it's it's like we're we're not that evolved. We're still like figuring shit out and it's crazy to think that like how crazy if you just looking back a little bit in our history can be like, Oh shit. <laughs> that's pretty wild.
0: Yeah, and also when there's things that are supposedly like really inclusive and uh you know, like Power Rangers. Power Rangers comes out and you're like, Wow, that's great. And then you learn like the one actor who played one of the Rangers who was gay was harassed by all the others the whole time. It's just like, Oh my God, that's so fucking <laughs> no. sad. Yeah.
1: It's super sad. And yeah, I'm sure, you know, 50 years from now, look back, I'll
0: probably be some fucked up piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, is, yeah. Is that changing? Cause that was the nineties power Rangers was, has been around a while. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, you know, what about the adventure time people? They, they seem all right. Yeah, totally.
1: I, uh, in, Also, like I do think, if you look back, there will be like occasional shows that are like, "Oh, that was progressive for its time." Yeah, Uh, uh, this isn't that old, but Avatar: The Last Airbender is surprisingly, I think, very progressive. Right? It's also like the all those Ghibli movies. Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) that's progressive. Those are old. It's like what's great about Avatar is um, it's a really diverse world. That's like not uh, it's not something you see all the time on Western TV, but like the messaging in it is not red lasers, blue lasers, like they're the bad, those are the bad guys and we killed them all. We win. Yeah. It's way more nuanced than that. It's about balance. Well
1: written as well.
0: And like being self-aware and finding peace within yourself. Like let's watch avatar (laughs) right now, man.
1: I got to rewatch it. I what a masterpiece for so, like, it's weird watching it. I was like, I I liked watching it and I also deep down loved it, but I didn't, I didn't like binge it. Like, it didn't feel like a show I, like, I didn't get, like, super, super sucked in, but I knew it was great, and it's something I want to watch again.
0: I could easily... I feel like,
1: man, feel um, I'm trying to think of other examples of, like, things that get... Actually, Guardians of the Galaxy was like this for me. Every time I watch Guardians of the Galaxy, I like it more. And I feel like yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender is going to be like that.
0: Uh, Avatar definitely goes in my short list of TV shows that I could, like, watch over and over, yeah. and I'll never... I. I think Star Wars Andor might be the newest addition oh, of that because I just rewatched okay. a bunch of that, and that show's still fantastic. Damn, I got uh, okay, man. What a what a show! Uh, but like also uh, like Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah Star loved. Trek's
1: one of those shows. I mean, there's a mm. lot, lot to watch.
0: You got you got a lot
1: to rewatch. You got to
0: skip some of the episodes because yeah. they had to do like 26 episodes a season, so it's pretty hit and miss. Yeah, yep. But when it hits giant spaceship battles yeah i mean i always do think
1: about that like do you think it's like a show does it matter if it has stinkers as long as it still has its
0: like good episodes i think yeah you you gotta take it take the good with the bad like it's um because like nothing's going to be perfect and i i love a lot of stuff that has like uneven sp- people are critical of while we're talking space operas uh battle galactica people are critical of the ending i personally really like the ending i don't but- know. is is it
1: is it spoilery to say it or do you think it's fair for us to do you think it would be crazy for you to tell me what the ending of that is
0: i don't think i could because like the ending is like what happens to each of the characters like there's a Uh, whole bunch of wrap up uh, okay so that yeah but it's definitely there were some real slow spots in there or even legend of Korra, the avatar sequel series yeah was uneven i think yeah season two of legend of Korra's Pretty rough and unevenness. Opinion.
1: I think is a little more rough if it's serialized. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because you can't avoid. Yeah, it's like you have to kind of still watch that episode, and like you're invested in shit, so you don't really. But like, if there's an episode of Star Trek that sucks, you could just skip it, right?
0: Yeah, and there's he, no problem. Deep Space Nine is like serialized Star Trek, but you can still get away with skipping some some of the rough spots. Okay, but the the other thing about those Star Trek shows from the '90s, especially Next Gen and Deep Space Nine, is. They have really rocky starts where the first couple of seasons of both shows is like are like pretty uneven with a couple of bright spots. Oh, okay. So they're kind of figuring out the show as they make it. Yeah, and then, then they kinda they, they hit their stride and yeah. it's like almost every episode's good. And it's just like wow.
1: Man, I gotta watch season four of The
0: Simpsons. Yeah, you, you should definitely skip at least the first two seasons. Mailbox. I feel like we gave Felix the Cat uh, his or her spotlight. We g- we gave them their spotlight. <laughs> we gave them? <laughs> no, we don't got to... Yeah, Felix is on the cover. And uh, I I guess the only thing I wanted to say about that is it's weird because there wasn't... I think there was a short run of a 90s Felix the Cat cartoon. But Felix the Cat was not yeah, Mickey not Mouse. yeah there's is. It wasn't even Heathcliff. Yeah. Uh, who lives in a junkyard.
1: It is interesting. Like the lost icons. The lost...
0: Like they just didn't... They didn't stick around. It wasn't the Thundercats. No. It wasn't, you know looney tunes any of that stuff anyways uh all right so yeah we're
1: on uh the mailbox okay so i was talking shit about this mag, this this volume but the mailbox was actually pretty good this is a great mailbox a really good mailbox yeah, uh, We take it all back yeah all right i gotta i gotta switch sides uh uh i i think the most interesting one well actually there's two really interesting segments but one of them is a friend from the very first volume uh, there. And this isn't the thing they do anymore. But they used to do these segments called Power Players. Yeah, where they would have like people like
0: His kids talking shit about how good they yeah, are. at Video games. People
1: like setting them submitting themselves and being like, "I'm the fucking shit. I no one could beat me at games."
0: Occasionally, it would be like a kid on our street or my sibling. Yeah.
1: But oh, I mean, a lot of times it was just someone's mom saying, but,
0: "He's so talented." This was the first we we had somebody dramatically. Re- we had Andy dramatically record. Yes. A reading of this kid named Trey Sullivan from Raymore Moo
1: is that refer is that the same kid here
0: it's the same kid oh
1: no way okay yeah. Yeah. so
0: this- I think I'm a power play like his reading was fantastic yeah oh, hell that that kid yeah.
1: was very <laughs> so but we got a little bit of a check-in with that uh and so some friend uh that kid is now because back then too the issues were um and they came out every two months, so time was going a little bit faster. Right, so quite a bit of time has happened between Volume One and For, Volume Forty. This is this the
0: fortieth issue, Volume, and uh, so now it's been four years.
1: Yeah, but the timing's a weird because like now Ish. it's every month. So now that kid is nineteen years old and is in college, and uh, the, his dorm mate wrote in saying that he recognized him from Volume One of. Like they like bonded. It's like, oh shit! I read that you're the original power player. Yeah, and they're
0: both in the air force together. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this kid is uh, the 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 roommate or whatever is sitting in a submission saying like, it's cool that I recognize them and we're like buddies now. And I consistently beat him. I'm I'm for sure better at him at video games.
0: Yeah, this kid who when he was 15 was like, I think I'm a power player. <laughs> Here's how good I am. Yeah, the guy, his buddy in the air force is like, no, I kick his ass all the time. <laughs>
1: So he got called out. He didn't he didn't actually have the stuff. His buddy is just wrecking him on a daily basis. Yeah,
0: the only thing he has a chance on is uh Madden. Madden he can uh, hold his own on the SNES. I want I want more of this. I want more people calling out the power players. Yeah. Get them off their pedestal. Should bring the power players back so kids can brag about their prowess <laughs> and then people
1: I, I actually understand cutting the power player section, but
0: the the only thing that made it worthwhile is teasing the especially <laughs> confident weirdos. Um, and now, you know, like somebody, it's not him. It's not Trey writing in. It's some guy that knows him from the military being like, oh yeah, I saw his letter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, uh, that's very fun to meet someone and be like, oh, I, you are, I, I, I recognize you from the power player section of Nintendo
0: power. That's, that's very funny to me. Yeah. This guy, Andrew Max from Pacific Grove, uh, CA like he's, he's tattling. (laughs) He's tattling to teacher. Yeah. He's, I think he's air force big dogging him. Yeah. He's, he's definitely, that's some military big dogging action. (laughs) Uh, what else is going on here? Oh yeah. So there's a kid who they, they have a little prompt here. That's like from time travel to space travel, game boys are everywhere. Where would you play? So it's kids that are like, I'd play on the rings of Saturn. There's one here. Where It's like I put my Game Boy in a Ziploc bag <laughs> and I play in the pool in the bathtub, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious to me because, um, so there's a, a music and music gear and design company called Teenage Engineering uh-huh. who's very inspired by old gizmos like the Game Boy, yeah. So they make like fun little synthesizers and stuff that are small, yeah, and they <laughs> And have like little LCD graphics, like game and watch games. Yeah, yeah, You can buy little waterproof bags to put their stuff in. <laughs> like they specifically sell. <laughs> like they designed it. Yeah, this, this concept. Like, huh. so you can like have one at the pool and still be able to play with your pocket operator or whatever. Do they recommend going in the water with it? Yeah, it's waterproof. It's completely, okay. Mm, actually, it may just be splash proof. I need to look it's up. That's a tough, big distinction. Yeah, I bought one. Honestly, doing cool music stuff underwater.
1: I guess you wouldn't be able to hear it, right?
0: Yeah, and that's what he says here. He's yeah. like, I can't hear the game. And
1: Nintendo does a nice little quick cover-up. Uh, they, they respond by saying, hey, uh, we don't recommend that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I really miss them being more like abrasive and clumsy in their responses.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. The
0: other one on the section that
1: I liked was someone, uh, I think someone in Penn or something, said they uh, would want to play in the center of the earth where it's nice and quiet. Right. And I'm like, I'm with you, Penn. Yeah. Cause he, uh, he but... has
0: brothers, right? Yeah.
1: I could, I could, <laughs> I could use that as well. I want, I, I really would love a day where I could just go to the center of the fucking earth where it's nice and quiet. It's like a cold cave. It's a cold, damp cave. And I could just play video games. That sounds, yeah. that sounds amazing.
0: That's uh, you're the youngest brother. We've talked about this. Or right? the middle. You're the middle brother. The middle, okay. Yeah. Did you have an existential crisis when the baby brother came along? Do you remember? Uh, No,
1: I mean, it's uh, (laughs) my family dynamic was a little bit weird because like, I don't know. This is weird to say on a podcast. Like my mom and older brother like left at a certain age. Yeah. So they like dipped. So I went from middle to older brother actually. Uh, so like you I, graduated. I, I went through that dynamic, which is very interesting. So I do feel like I have parts of me that are very like beta and I have parts of me that are very alpha. Like I've, I went through that both like oh, very passive so. and then I, I got like leadership. So I've, I've got like this weird like concoction of both.
0: That, so it's like a nurture thing. It's not a nature thing. It's it's like the environment. I think so. Yeah. I think that uh, stuff I don't know is, if
1: that's too heavy for, or not heavy, but I don't know if that's like weird
0: to bring up. I don't know. Uh, I have a friend and she's got three daughters and yeah. the middle one, well, the youngest just became the middle one. Cause she had another baby and like, she's having a moment. Like yeah, she, she is yeah, like yeah. having it's a weird tough to go time. That dynamic. Yeah. So it's uh, very like, you have to do everything for me. You have to do like,
1: but yeah, it wasn't like old enough. I was two when my little brother came out, like when my little popped up. Uh right. cut that out <laughs> yeah maybe, I'll maybe yeah uh, but that's two so I didn't really remember like it i i i was always the middle And inter- the the shit for me was middle to oldest interesting you graduated yeah huh was great honestly nice you were just the you were the youngest, right I was the oldest, oh, you're the oldest fuck I, we really did we we got we got we, gotta, we got we gotta talk we, gotta more. Re- we, gotta, we gotta we gotta figure this out
0: I'm terrible friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were the oldest you're yeah. um I have a little sister, okay, did you yeah. like being the oldest
0: it was all right. My sister and I got along pretty famously most of the time, except for like one time I like push her down the stairs or out of a tree or something. Yeah. You know, you can't, it's not like a little brother. Like if I had a little brother, I would have like beat the hell out of him all the time. Yeah. Cause that's what you do with brothers. Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love you,
1: it. You're like, uh, you're like mean to them, but you're protective. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, I beat you up. Yeah. No, not, I'm the one who beats him up. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs> you can't, you can't do that with a little sister cause you know, she's smaller. She gets hurt. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, when I, when I went to like junior high or high, uh, when I went from junior high to high school. I just started ignoring her because I'm like, I'm in high school now. And she will remind me frequently. Yeah. Yeah, because when she got to high school, all my friends were like, Your sister is cool. And I'm like, Oh, like she she can hang out too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I so to it's
0: not my finest moment.
1: Yeah, I get I had that as well. Like my brothers were always, my friends were always like,
0: Let's hang out, let's
1: invite your little brother to this party. I'm like, ah, okay, fine. I don't want to. <laughs>
0: It, it's a it's a family pedigree thing that they want to hang out with your other sibling too, not just you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: and I like I liked it, but there was definitely moments where I'm like, ah, okay, fine, fine. Uh, the only quick thing I want to mention on this is the Mega Man thing. I thought was really interesting. Yeah,
0: we should talk about that. So
1: I don't know if this actually ends up happening, but they, it does.
0: Whoa, really? I remember this from reading the magazine. Oh, okay. So they're actually
1: asking. You know how in Mega Man uh, the bosses are all like uh, very specific random things that'll be like wind man wind man uh think man hexagon man yeah uh hair man yeah uh, hair yeah, man's I, my favorite I, I, I don't want hair man uh you set him on fire it the burns hair the hair
0: <laughs> yeah you get the hair gun <laughs> it's just it's very slowly like <laughs> coming out of the end of the gun just cursed
1: yeah the game glitches out <laughs> Uh, but they're asking kids to submit a recommendation. They, they're, they're asking kids to be like, hey, you, if you submit uh, a blank, a Mad Lib uh, blank thing, man, or a woman, eventually, uh, they'll, they'll include it in their game. That's huge. I'd be so psyched about this as a kid.
0: Yeah, they, I guess, did this in Japan. mega man was huge there too and they're also so they're opening it up to the u.s and canada send us your best ideas for mega man characters they're gonna they claim they're gonna pass them to capcom i don't know that any designs actually i'm like 50 50 i feel like it might have happened it'd
1: be really insane if like a design made it uh
0: to the final cut i vaguely maybe dive man i don't want to look it up i want to be surprised by this if it happens but like um yeah so but they're they're gonna Put a bunch of them in the magazine, and they do do it. I remember okay, that.
1: So I'm excited I'm to see that. It would be very cool if one actually made it into the game. If, if like, oh man, well we'll see. That seems like that seems lofty. One other thing I liked about this is in the like setup to them saying this contest or like whatever they said uh, the the line of what demented person thought of Dustman? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, actually, I like that line.
0: <laughs> There's also a uh, a release at the bottom here that's like, hey, if you send us an idea and we use it, it's ours now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that is also that weird thing of like i mean no matter what I actually think this is fair game i think that's cool i think if you're a kid and you got it in Mega Man, it's awesome but like yeah there's that weird thing i remember at you're gonna of, take your ip at one of the comedy theaters in chicago they were doing like this whole like video network thing where they were having students make videos for them on their oh, channel and it's okay. like
0: you serious you're
1: gonna just make you're gonna grab pe- people are just making videos for this channel that they get nothing from
0: With- are you making a joke? Because no, no, I just thought that was,
1: I thought that was shitty at the theater to do that.
0: Oh, I got you. I mean, like, yeah, because we've both made stuff for places that, but, but, but I guess th- we still keep the rights for a lot yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, it
1: was like giving your rights for literally nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing in exchange. They like said they provided you a camera and it was like, yeah, no, now we have the rights.
0: Hey, hey, take, take care of, uh, take care of yourself, protect your IP, <laughs> make sure you let other people Dude, like, you know- You're, you're going to sell all your IP, like, actually get something. when it comes to (laughs) actually
1: get something from
0: it dude online creators it it still happens and it makes me so angry but like start the first time I remember this happening was like the Penny Arcade guys like 20 years ago accidentally sold all the rights to their comic oh I think print rights, maybe Um, they ended up getting a business manager, like a guy who was a fan and also like a business guy. Yeah. um, Agreed to work for him for free for a little while. To like get them. Yeah. And then they started Penny Arcade Expo like PAX and now they're fine. They're they're doing just fine. Uh, But they
1: had like a if that person didn't step in, they might have been like royally screwed
0: yeah well they were yeah. like they they signed some dirtbag publishers got them to oh, sign away rights that and sucks. that stuff still happens um the guy that writes the the comics where the punchline is oh no what are those poorly drawn comics i think uh yeah I don't know. um no not poorly drawn uh yeah yeah oh no comics uh, alex norris is who i'm thinking of webcomic name <laughs> is the name of his comics okay i actually like this is fun this yeah his stuff is awesome this, this, um, these are funny Poorly Drawn Comics is another webcomic I like. Um, he <laughs> signed his shit away. Like, it sucks. Aw, oh, man. So now he has, like, a Patreon and a GoFundMe to do the legal stuff for it. It's, it's just... Damn, that's brutal. Gotta be careful with those contracts, man. Yeah. Just, I get
1: it. I, I get why you don't want to be inciting. Like you'd be like, but that I I understand that a little bit more. I mean, that goes to show you got to be like safe and like make sure you fucking stand your ground. But like to sign away your rights to a comedy theater, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like that one is (laughs) like
1: it didn't even. It it makes no sense. It's literally using like the cult energy of a theater to to get your rights.
0: Oh man, comedy theaters. We should start doing improv again.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, we we got we got to get busted.
0: Okay. Hey, Felix the Cat. uh, He's got a bag, I guess. The bag, it's an infinity bag.
1: Infinity bag. I like his little suit. Uh, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, man. This is... It's great stuff. Is the original? I know, I always know that Prince of Persia, Sands of Time is, like, a pretty, like, beloved game. Are the other yeah, Prince the game's Persia's also beloved, or... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, this, oh, game, really? this game's a classic. It's very... The controls are wonky and precise. It's one of those, mm-hmm. like Out of This World or Flashback, where it's, like, I want him to... Start running and in exactly three tiles. He's going to be able to long jump, and I will have him grab this edge by holding this button and pull himself up. And it's just very like oh, the, so once you get
1: in the rhythm of it, you can really feel like you're controlling the the dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, um, so it's a it's a puzzle game, puzzle uh, game. Arabian. Well, sort of like a it's like puzzle action where you are going through a dungeon filled with traps. Uh, and you have an hour to finish the game, and you have to sword fight guards, and so on and so forth. And the animation is really pretty; like it's very because they rotoscoped, um, they videotaped. Oh, really? Was it Jordan Mechner uh, videotapes his brother doing all the moves?
1: Oh, wow! So it it it, it literally has that like the the what, what out of this world. It literally is the same thing.
0: Yeah, Jordan Mechner, who did Karatika, also was his cool. Other so yeah, like, but it looks awesome. The, this game, I highly recommend trying Prince of Persia. It's really neat. Yeah,
1: Prince of Persia kind of feels like to me Tony Hawk Pro Skaters. It's like one of those games that you could easily be like, ah, I'm not going to play that, but it's secretly like an amazing game.
0: Yep, yeah, this style of game, I have a real soft spot for. It. It's very cool. Little Samson. Hey, it's Little Samson. You're a Little
1: Samson guy. I like the overworld map. But I got, I got nothing else to say.
0: It's, it's a side scroller. I don't know. Got nothing to say. Fuck
1: Little Samson.
0: Whoa. <laughs> no, no.
1: You I, don't I, mean that. I don't know. I don't know anything about, the, about Little Samson. Except, <laughs> except that he can go fuck himself. <laughs> God damn. Uh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I got a ledge to me today. Uh,
0: it's a classified info. Yep. All right, here we got okay. we got the Legend of Zelda comic, and we can absolutely talk about this. When we last left our hero and the guys trying to kill him, uh, they're in a flooding dungeon. They're in a flood yeah, the dungeon flooded. It's great looking water. And the first thing that happens is the two bad guys drown each other. Oh really? I- oh shit. <laughs> I did not notice Help that. I can't swim. Let me go your armor too heavy, and then they're just gone. And uh,
1: I didn't really like clock that, but yeah, that was that's brutal.
0: I think this is one of those times where they make the case of like, why does Link not wear heavy armor? And it's like, so he can go do a little swim
1: uh, yeah, and not uh, drown. That's a good point. I, I didn't clock that. But
0: uh, yeah, this is the first time that uh, we see his little green tunic paid off. Yep. The water fills up so that he's able to get up to an opening that he had seen when he first came in. I don't think we talked about it last issue, but that's okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he's in another room. sees the sees the crystal princess. And it, I mean, this is a gorgeous comic. The is art's it, really pretty. It's
1: uh, it again. I'm gonna keep fucking saying it. Say it one more time. Uh, would be better. The the text bubbles, and it was making me think about um children's cartoons. Like that's how they're like like I'm pretty sure if it's not like a thirty minute cartoon, if it's like one of those quicker ones, they're done through storyboarding, and then they add the the dialogue later. Uh, I believe. Uh, okay. And so it kind of feels like that. Where I'm like. Man, they just, the people who were storyboarding this were very talented and they just handed this comic to the wrong team.
0: They needed someone who could make better text bubbles. There is one reason I like the word bubbles in this one. I would argue this specific issue is one of the better ones. Oh, really? I,
1: I okay, we can keep reading, but I had like particular problems with some moments. Okay.
0: So Link is in the boss room, and it's a big red tentacle guy, like yeah, a I don't, jellyfish okay, tentacle yeah, guy. Here's my problem, actually. Okay. It, it just
1: happened. I don't like that the fairy announces the trap before it happens. They he walks into a trap, and the fairy says, "Hey, oh no, it's a trap." And it might you, be a trap, and then you pull the you pull the page, and then the trap happens. I'm like, I don't know. I think it would be way more interesting if we just saw a trap happen versus like announcing. Like they just constantly announce shit. They constantly like just text blur out what's happening, and it's annoying.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's That's how I feel. It's a red tentacle monster guy, and Link is like slicing up yeah. the tentacles and gets like slurped into it and gets to the crystal and releases. I guess releasing the crystal kills the monster. I don't know. If she? He shatters it, and uh, the maiden, uh, the redheaded maiden, is like, "Thanks for saving me." Blah blah blah. Zelda's being held at this place, and then she fades away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then here's the part that I like with the fairy stuff with the word bubbles is link is like, <laughs> why do they always disappear? And the fairy's like, well, it's not like she's your precious Zelda. And I'm like, ah, oh, she's jealous. Like Tinkerbell. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a, it's a favorite, you know, that's that classic Peter Pan dynamic where it's like Tinkerbell's a little, she got some schnaz to her. She's not happy yeah. that Wendy is there. Okay. Not happy at all. See, yeah. She's yeah, not having the, it.
1: The whole fairy dynamic. I, I didn't really like clock that because I uh, hate the, fairy, the the talking bubbles. But maybe maybe I gotta give them a try. Maybe there's a little more going on. I might be reading into it. I think, more more than what's into it. There. I think
0: that's what you're doing. But uh, But also well, see, that's a thing that happens. Fairies that, get sassy about their like if this
1: if this was the Mario comic, that's what would be happening. Because every time we're like, oh, that'd be cool, they do it. This is this this seems to have the opposite effect. Every time we think that's that would be cool, they ignore it.
0: There's like two times they've they did the animal, the transformation thing. Transformation is cool. I'm gonna turn into a tree. All my problems will be over. But yeah, we'll
1: see. Honestly, if that happens, like that honestly, that I didn't really think about it. People always like say, What would like a Zelda like what would be interesting about like like a Zelda like story? And honestly, the
0: relationship between him and the little fairy, that is kind of an interesting take did on that. That could be kind of fun. I really feel for Link right now cuz he does not have a place to put that master sword. He is carrying it through the Man. entire comic. Yep. Just in his hand. Uh, he doesn't doesn't have like a scabbard or anything on his back. Yeah, he to get a scabbard. Yeah, man. Uh, anyways, uh, he gets called out into the desert by the voices Zelda and ends up in a swamp.
1: And- I would love if he just started like collecting like Zelda-type objects, like bombs and slingshots, and it's just him carrying.
0: <laughs> it's just getting him more and more burdened throughout this. Multiple bottles, fairies and bottles, <laughs> being like, let me out. Now, that's a webcomic. Finally, a webcomic about
1: video games. <laughs> uh, we're, at pur- we're at the desert. I love purple deserts.
0: Yeah, so the Purple he- desert,
1: because it's nighttime.
0: He's got... Yeah, he finds an oasis in the desert. Uh It, it looks great again. It's a great looking comic. Beautiful art. Um Thinks he sees Zelda trapped in some vines, goes up to her, and it's some kind of witch. Yep. And, witch says uh, witch shit. She, she, turns, tra- she traps him. Starts bubbling the water, and the water turns into blood and eyeballs. It looks cool. Yeah, the tentacles are like choking him out. He's turning blue. Uh And then... Uh, oh yeah, there's a lot that happens in this one, but it's all plot, it's all movement, there's yeah. not, yeah, so then a whirlpool shows up and sucks away the witch and the eyes that came out of the blood water, or oh, doesn't the fairy abandons him actually,
1: right the fairy gets mad. I've had it, all you ever talk about is Zelda and Zelda,
0: that see oh okay. see, there we go, see, there we go, all right. T- I'm telling you man she more a a- to it, all right, she's jealous. She's having a little. She like, ran out. A little mini meltdown. She's not getting the attention she <laughs> she thinks she deserves. And, uh, and then Zora, Zora Zoro, the, the the fish king, comes and saves Link. Yeah, and he he's not jealous. He's not he, he's not jealous of Link's. He loves Link. uh, dedication, to Zelda. He loves Link. He's unconditional. <laughs> Link. Does not expect. Yeah, he, he's like it's. I can appear anywhere. There's water. Oh, and then he's like, I cannot deny Ephraimelda's request. That's the fairy, right? so oh, is that what happened yeah maybe she's like i'm she's sick jealous, of this but it, she still cares about him and she. yeah that's that's a good love triangle that's nice okay between the the tiny fairy the tiny fairy link the, and so are you team zelda the girl or team, who's a crystal
1: now are you team zelda or team fairy
0: man that's hard <laughs> why do i have to pick one i mean because like let, let's be honest like is it romance between Link and Zelda cuz it just doesn't ever yeah, feel like I, it's romance I'm team between fairy
1: because, Yeah, I don't necessarily get that vibe, especially in the games. And like I also think that's the thing of like like if you were to like move to a city just to like date a, like just cuz you might date a girl or something. Like I feel like that's a lot of and pressure.
0: I, yeah, no kidding.
1: You know, I think there's a lot of pressure. You know, that that ha-
0: having done that. <laughs> ha- having done the plot of the TV show Felicity.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know you got to go with a natural
1: organic relationship between him and Navi. Or I don't think it's technically Navi. Okay.
0: But yeah. It's
1: my, it's my vote.
0: She's tiny. He's he's, he's he's a th- boy. They're, 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 they'll fig- they'll, they'll figure, figure it out. out. She, has a t- right. she has a
1: tiny fairy, so there might be a problem there.
0: <laughs> I'd date a fucking fairy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fairies are cool. Yeah, I'm man. They got, they got the schnaz. So it's like, uh, you, you know, they're going to they're gonna stand up for themselves and be like... Yeah. Rah, rah,
1: rah. And speaking of schnaz, or the, the Jetsons.
0: Oh, uh, it's the Jetsons. Final, <laughs> the another cable. ancient the Jetsons. cartoon. At this point in time, there was a Jetsons children's movie. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> the Jetsons was like... Uh, I think it was Cartoon Network had like Boomerang.
1: Yeah. They were really like pushing the old like classic
0: cartoons. So Sure. I watched I, a lot of the Jetsons growing up.
1: That kept me a little in the loop. So I definitely know the Jetsons and Flintstones and Wacky Races and like all the Hannah.
0: Wacky Races is definitely high watermark of, yeah, that, dude, that's, of that bunch. That
1: shit's the best. Um okay.
0: Well And like, you know, Mr. Magoo. and I mean that's I feel like Jetsons is seventies. Flintstones yeah, is know. the sixties. Anyways. Do, Dr. Franken, you are Frankenstein's monster monster trying to who is Bitsy? He's trying to put Bitsy back together. Is that a that is, is that his girlfriend? It's girlfriend or dog. It's uh, dog. Dog or girlfriend. Dog or girlfriend.
1: Or or just buddy. Uh
0: this game's got like kind of open levels that you have to explore, which is interesting to me.
1: Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that like most of these, like most of the aesthetic of this game is like Anti, it's like reverse, where it's like the background's all black. It's all, yeah. it's all, because you know, the Game Boy's in black and white or green and white, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember. Is that, is it green? Is yeah, it, the, or the I mean original that, one's greenish. Is that sun damage or is it, was it actually green?
0: It's the, yeah, the screen was green.
1: Okay. So yeah, it's like the majority of the screen is lit up by black or green.
0: Yeah. And then and, and the then, actual Frankenstein guy is like lighter colors.
1: Yeah. Which I, I thought was int- kind of like a, moonside and earthbound you know kind of aesthetic
0: yeah right. I'm, i mean this kind of looks like castlevania i kind of want to give it a yeah. shot to see how it how it vibes yeah is it a vibe yes <laughs> no maybe <laughs> who
1: knows you'll have to stay tuned
0: i'll tell you what a vibe is uh this game kingdom crusade this actually reminds me of a old kind of action chess game called archon
1: Ooh, that sounds i mean action chess That's fun. Come yeah on. yeah it's so, cool,
0: so it's like a map where it's like the dark and the light sides, and you have it's not chess pieces, but there's a king, a queen, wizard, knight, paladin, whatever, and they each have like strengths and weaknesses, and so you end on different map tiles that have different environments and you're fighting uh whatever the opposing guy is, so it's kind of one of those abstract half strategy half action things yeah uh, I don't know, it looks great,
1: yeah dude, battle chess is sick, yeah. Uh, I remember reading like a Yu-Gi-Oh thing where like in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, they had like, you know how like they play a game, but they would like, instead of getting cards, they would like put coins into like a capsule machine and like little toys would come out. Yeah. And they were like chess pieces that had like different like movement styles. And I'm like, fucking, I wish that was real. Yeah, me ba- too. Battle
0: chess, man. Come on. That sounds great. That sounds real good. Yeah. So, hey, this game probably worth, uh, th- this is one of them that I would actually take a take a look at. I take a look
1: at it. Did you ever play Heroes of Might and Magic 3? No. That's a. Is kinda, it like it's this? Got like well, it's kind of. It's got like an overworld, but when you go in battles, it turns into that hexagon D and D thing. Oh, okay, which is kind of chess like.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a like turn based strategy. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably love that game because that that's my jam. It's iconic oh.
1: people love it. Uh, okay,
0: enough. Barbie game girl Barbie. Get, gets a solid uh, two pages in the magazine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's going, each level is a part of the shopping mall. Um, Cause it's, it's one of those, this is before maybe when they're like, what if, what if Barbie like could get into STEM careers and like actually liked programming? It's like, what if, what if Barbie could inspire girls to like, do cool stuff yeah. as yeah. opposed to go shopping, which, Hey, there is nothing wrong. Nothing with, wrong with, with I, that. I, I love a good shopping trip. Uh, so I need to go. I need to go shopping. Hell yeah, man. A mall. You got me and Barbie. Are there any malls left? <laughs> go to the, uh, the Grove. If there was an opportunity to write a Barbie game, cause th- there was a Barbie game for GBA or something where they're in a mystery house. So it's a bunch of secret passages and stuff. And it's like, I would write that game. That sounds great.
1: Honestly, I, uh, as a kid, like I, I realized as an adult, a lot of the ch- like shows that were on, it seems like a lot of the girl shows actually hold up better than the guy shows. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't watch them as a kid because I'm like, oh, it's a girl show. I'm going to watch guy shows. I, I don't know if it mentioned, but I watched, we, I think me and some friends just jokingly were like, well, what do we want to watch? Let's watch the pilot of Big Time Rush. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. We watched the whole thing and oh, we were man. cheering.
0: Oh, it that was sounds awesome. great. That was a. I, I have a soft spot for Jim and the Holograms. I
1: don't know who that is. Uh,
0: it's a, it's an '80s cartoon. It's a Hasbro one about a girl whose dad was a record executive that left her a hologram computer, <laughs> so she becomes a rock star and also runs an orphanage out of her dad's mansion. <laughs> and the villains are a a punk rock band, an all-girl punk rock band, and another evil record executive. <laughs> and there's a music video in every episode, usually during a chase scene. Oh, that's tight. And uh, it's it's just, a, it's unhinged in the best way.
1: Yeah, dude. Man,
0: I like, uh, I was love, watching... Love me some Jim and the Holograms.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was watching just shitty, like Drake and Josh and, and Booger, Billy, Bill and Ted, not Bill and Ted. What about... Billy and Mandy, Grim...
0: Oh, you didn't like Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? I didn't rewatch
1: it. I'm assuming it doesn't hold up, but maybe it does. Maybe, maybe, I, I, uh, Dragon's Off for sure does not hold up. That show is a steaming pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe from that era
0: of cartoons. Jimmy you mean
1: Neutron's for sure a steaming pile of
0: shit? What about Danny Phantom?
1: I did not watch Danny Phantom. I think I was a little bit, I felt like I was too old for cartoons at that
0: point. Uh, that's so funny. Or I remember, so Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. <laughs> that, and, there's some funny
1: episodes of and that.
0: Flapjack, where the two marvelous misadventures of Flapjack, so, Flapjack
1: and like Chowder, that was like right Chowder, when I was yeah. going out, like that was right when I felt like I was too old to be watching Cartoon Network. It
0: was like like Flapjack and Billy and Mandy. I there's episodes of both of those that I desperately love like the clown episode of grim adventures billy mandy i think is like some top tier comedy like
1: okay i I need to rewatch it i bet there's some fun episodes
0: like my point is i i think compared to like an adventure time where there's when they're hitting it's like every episode is great yeah those felt like it's like oh one episode a season i'm super into
1: oh yeah i think um kids cartoons has gotten progressively better i mean steven
0: universe is really good yeah, at some point they figured uh, out that they could hire those webcomic artists okay. who'd sold all their rights. <laughs> uh I am half kidding because there's a ton of like weird indie artists that oh, ended really? up in, in kids' animation uh, oh, okay, around cool. the adventure time era. And that's why like Ryan North, the guy who did Dinosaur Comics, I don't know that was is. a director on that's a webcomic. Um it's a webcomic where every panel, the art is the same and the words are different. Um hmm like the same yeah. four panels or the art is always the same, uh, four sets of art. He did uh bravest warriors. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that is either. It's so a Pendleton ward. You need to watch more cartoons, I do. read more I, comics, I man. I
1: know yeah, you gotta get chase on this show. It's uh, a, yeah. Chase knows chase all this would, shit. Yeah, chase
0: would be all down. That's what he gets for moving to Wisconsin. Yeah, you left. should be here now. Chase <laughs>
1: <laughs> screwed up.
0: Screw you. Fucked up, man. Yeah, it, I, it's a it's the cartoon Pendleton word made after adventure. Time. OK,
1: yeah. I uh, did you ever watch Infinity Train? Uh, that goes? I
0: think I've seen like one episode. and I liked it.
1: Yeah, I watched one episode of that in a class and I,
0: I liked it. Even with all the stuff that I've watched, I don't watch a ton of kids cartoons now. Yeah. Except for like Star Trek Prodigy, which is pretty good. I, I've decided to for when I have kids,
1: because I, I, to be honest, whenever I watch a kid's cartoon, I'm like, damn, it's gotten a lot better. It's really good. I'd rather watch an adult cartoon. <laughs> I would still uh, I would still rather watch an adult cartoon, even though it's I, I, I objectively do agree that it's it's good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's maybe that's wrong with me. Like why do I need like guts and gore and like people to say fuck? Like I don't know. Like even Avatar, like I think I wanted it to be to be more adult.
0: Really? I mean, it, it Legend does. of Korra is more grown up. Yeah, like,
1: I wanted it to be a little more grown up. I think because I like if if I like I liked Full Metal Alchemist more than that. Oh yeah, and that's
0: like and that's, the, a similar type of show, yeah, but like sim- more.
1: But it's more like fucked up, and, yeah. and I'm like well, I don't know why do I need that?
0: Yeah, Attack on Titan. It's just like these people shaped creatures that yeah. eat people, but they can't even digest them.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't. I didn't like Attack on Titan. Neither but I didn't. heard it gets better.
0: I mean, it's fine. I I just I think. It feels like every generation there's like a really violent anime that appeals to people. Where they're just like like back in yeah. the nineties, you had Madhouse, uh the studio doing stuff like uh Ninja Scroll, which Ninja Scroll is Ninja aw-
1: Scroll, that awesome it's, by the day. It's
0: so good. Ninja, I
1: want to watch Ninja But Scroll. it's
0: like it's ultra like hard are violent, yeah, disgusting, okay. like a swordsman going up against these demon guys that are really dangerous. They're like wiping out the countryside, huh, I yeah, I mean. It just—I
1: need good writing. Like I, I want to like be invested. Like I—I—that's I, I just the violence. It's kind of like Fast and Furious. It's like just the action isn't enough for me. I need to like be invested in like the ideas
0: behind oh, the action. Fast and Furious. I, I know. There's there, there's stuff going on under the <laughs> surface. It's about family, man. There's, there's I just those movies are so ridiculous that I I, I just can't hate them. I just I, love
1: them. I always every time I watch one, I have a few moments that I love, and then I sleep. The re- I, I I fall asleep on multiple Fast and the Furious movies. But then I read one where I fell asleep at the theater, and I woke up to uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the hospital bed, and he he he's like got casts, and he breaks his casts open, and he starts running, and at some point he just ends up with a Gatling gun, just shooting. See, uh, am like, See? and I woke up, I'm like, whoa, this movie got fucking awesome. Oh
0: my god, you want to take a break? Yeah. Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the Beer Break, brought to you by Howard
1: and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, Glove up that beer, my friend.
0: Hey, thanks. Hey, it's me, Weston. Thank you for listening, listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. If you've been enjoying the show, uh, the best thing you could do to help us grow would be to share it with a
0: friend. That is the way that we can continue to grow as a podcast. So, you know, no pressure. But if you know somebody that likes weird old magazines and old video games and people dunking on terrible cartoon characters, we'd really appreciate it if you tell them about
1: it. Yeah, like it's like, Growing a plant, you know, you water it, and your water is sharing it with a friend, and you can watch this podcast. I mean, I don't know what would change we're, for we're you. We're the
0: sunshine in that yeah. metaphor.
1: Yeah, we're the sunshine, bitch.
0: Yeah, and you're, you're the one. <laughs> don't antagonize them. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the guys. Super Mario Adventures. Super Mario
1: <laughs> Adventures. <laughs> the haunted house. Episode. Episode. You said you remembered this one, right? This is I the do. Thing- a distinct memory.
0: Yeah, I must have read this Felix the Cat issue quite a bit because a lot of it is I remember it a little bit. I mean, you know, like thirty years ago.
1: Interesting. I mean, I, I think haunted house aesthetic. Okay, so one thing I do want to start out. So they, they they're, they're the Mario and Luigi. Uh, they fell off Yoshi or whatever. Like they lost their wings. They're yeah. they landed in the middle of nowhere, and there's a haunted mansion uh, or haunted house in the middle of nowhere.
0: Much and like there are haunted houses in Super Mario World. Super
1: Mario World, yeah. It's and the same. immediately, Mario and Luigi are like, "Oh, a random house. Let's let's break in." Yeah, Let, like this seems this seems uh, like a good vacation retreat opportunity. Uh, let's break in. And my immediate thought was, you know what? This Mario and Luigi from the past comics they're the type of people to do this. That is yeah. so on brand with them. And that's my immediate thought. And then immediately after I thought that a few panels later, Bowser's like a Bowser kid's like, Oh, they're not going to go on there. And then Bowser's like, no. Yeah. You know, these guys. Yeah. They're the kind of guys <laughs> that will just jump into a, like, yeah, yeah. Again, this, every time I have a thought in this comic where I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, this is what's happening. It, it is, it is. It's, it's like, that's, uh, you, you're never reading too much into it.
0: Yeah, so this is some kind of trap haunted house that Bowser and the kids, the Koopa kids, have laid for them. And they have to have been working on it for two months, for a reason we'll get to later. Um, and they're at the door, and at first Mario's like, yeah, this is good. And Luigi always wants to go in, but Mario eventually is like, wait a minute, don't go in. Yeah, and there's,
1: there's like, they actually did like, one thing I actually do like about this comic is they actually use the format of comics and like aesthetics to do like jokes and stuff. Mm -hmm. They like have fun with panels and stuff. And so they like have this like fun, like split panel where it's like Bowser and Mario saying like the same, same thing. And then it, it is Bowser's like, Oh, well, Mario will fall for this for this, this, this reason. And Mario's like pretty much identically saying what he's saying, but at the very end he, he switches and says, but this is why we shouldn't go in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Bowser's like, they're tired and hungry and lost. This is too tempting a place for them. And it's unlocked. And then Mario's like, wait, we may be tired, lost, and hungry, but we have to keep our wits about us. Something weird is going on. Come on!
1: Well, yeah, you, you, you described it well. Like I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm charmed by that.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, and again, you know, my my favorite part, uh, Bowser's hilarious expressions, and there's plenty of them in this issue. Since,
1: since you mentioned that, uh, I don't think I noticed that in the earlier issues, but now since mentioning that, and I've clocked that, it's great. He's it's so he's so, so funny.
0: Fun. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, so the way that they win them over, even though they're they're waffling, is um, Bowser has a a way to make uh, cheese smells provolone come, smells come out of the house, and that works. And Luigi immediately yeah. runs inside, and you
1: know Mario and Luigi cannot resist that. So we've got
0: little like cheese
1: smell clouds coming out, yep, and they just book it right inside that mansion.
0: Yeah, uh Mario tries to stop Luigi on Yoshi, but Yoshi gets uh trapped outside when a metal door comes down and uh locks the the Bros in the house.
1: Yep. Uh so they're stuck in the the old the old ghost house.
0: Yeah, and uh Bowser takes off to go work on his wedding, which he's very excited about. <laughs> Honestly, Bowser seems like a wife guy. It seems like he'd be a pretty good husband, you know? Uh, yeah, he's he, devoted. He seems pretty Or is it that he wants the wedding to be good, but doesn't give a shit about the marriage.
1: I don't know. I mean, I I, I do think he's a romantic at heart, but you know, I, he's clearly not checking in with the girl. Like it's more, it's more the idea, yeah, that he he cares about. But you know, maybe find the right person. Maybe you know, maybe I hope Bowser does find.
0: Uh, M- he does because where did Bowser Junior. Come from? In the kids. Of kids. Yeah, maybe he's, this is just like different uh, different mothers for each.
1: This is his like manic post-divorce self, just trying to rush another marriage.
0: (laughs) We should, uh, our first merch t-shirt will be a picture of Bowser done in the style of this comic and underneath it says extremely divorced. (laughs) I
1: would, I would buy that shirt.
0: So Uh, would I, that sounds great. Especially if the picture is black and white, (laughs) extremely divorced. So Mario has found... They've yeah, got some ghost
1: action. Uh, yeah. And one thing I really like that's fun about this comic is they really like take the game rules seriously. So they do like a lot of the like.
0: Yeah. When you, when you look at the ghost, they get shy.
1: They get shy. Then we you turn your back to them. They attack you. They and ch- so
0: they charm you.
1: Mario is in that really tough scenario where he's got a booze on both sides. So he'll look at one boo. and Then the other one starts getting closer and then he looks at the other one and gets closer and uh, they bite bite his little butt. They bite his butt. They, this comic book loves hurting the butt. Yeah. Uh, Mario Brothers butt.
0: frequently getting butt chopped.
1: every every time they get hurt, it's always it's always butt related. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or they get hit on the head and they have a big bump.
1: Yeah, so there's a little butt action, and then they cut to how they cut to the, this is probably my favorite gag of the of this comic. Yeah, Luigi is
0: chasing the cheese smell, so he's kind
1: of chasing the cheese smell that uh, they was used to lure them. And he goes on this room with this gigantic thing of cheese with, that has a fan next to it.
0: Yeah, that full wheel <laughs> of cheese has to be like 12 feet in it's diameter a massive, or something. With yeah. a
1: fan just blowing the, the smell out. And I, I liked that. Yeah, so he, that gag.
0: he starts eating and it, it is in fact perfectly aged provolone, which is about a two month process, which means that uh, <laughs> bowser has to unless he just went to a cheese shop and bought this giant wheel instead of making it himself Possible. he has to have Possible. known this would happen two hey, months ago he's a
1: mastermind uh, uh uh what a genius one little fun joke that i, I think i don't want to fully gloss over uh that they mentioned earlier was they meant this whole mansion is a trap yeah and they i think that at some point they mentioned it's like oh come on we're not gonna fall we're not like i think mario tells luigi we shouldn't fall for this because it's like it's like a mouse trap, like you know, yeah. like sometimes you use uh, cheese to catch a mouse. That's clever. And then uh, uh, the joke is that Bowser literally uses cheese to get Mario and Luigi. So I I, I like
0: that. Is this the first time we've seen Luigi eat? Because he is crying while he's eating. Oh yeah,
1: I, and that's been his arc the whole time. He's all. Has, that's he's been always his thing. hungry. He's always hungry. So this is I'm this is hungry. a big one. Yeah, I'm happy for Luigi. And then they do a fun thing too, where they have all these ghosts and like. uh, Deal with it enough. Like they again, it's like they're taking this world seriously. So like Mario
0: and Luigi eventually just
1: walk to a wall and go like flat against the wall Mm -hmm. and start like Yeah,
0: that's the only way they can get around uh, all these little boos that have shown up. But like I guess like at a 3D space that makes sense. So they're just like going to hug the walls to
1: like solve this boo problem, which I thought was fun. I think that's like a fun solution to boos and hug the wall.
0: Our big cliffhanger here is they have shuffled. Out from the wall edge to a hallway and behind them is a big boo. To be continued. To be continued. Great comic.
1: Yep. I always love this comic. I'm always in. Honestly, it's kind of what I'm looking forward to every time I read this. Top tier. Yep.
0: Counselor's Corner is a bunch of Legend of Zelda linked to the past stuff in here. Yep. Nestor's Adventures. Uh, hey, I've got a question. Because this Nestor's Adventures is, is Wings 2 Aces High themed. Yeah. Which begs a question How did they choose which comic would get adventured by Nestor or yeah. which game, I should say? It does seem kind of random. It's not always the main feature. It's actually usually not. Wings 2 was not the cover, even last issue, it was in the last issue. Yeah, I remember us talking about it. It's a World War One dog fighting game. So this is a World War One dog fighting themed Nestor comic.
1: Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily match up with the. It's always just like some random game that's coming out. They put on put Nestor into and uh, and I I equally I never care.
0: <laughs> I I, care I have to this. begrudgingly admit that the opening title crawl where like Nestor is getting on the boat to go to France. Um, o- over there, learn to fly in beautiful France. Good hours, top pay and honors. Go down in history. Free burial service. Okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's Probably
1: the I agree that that might have been the best joke Howard Nestor slash Nestor's Adventures has had.
0: Yeah, I think honestly, I, let's 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 give credit where it's due. It's not not terrible. What's wild is it's even better than the punchline to the to this comic. The opening the opening card is. Uh, yeah, so he's at the airfield with all the wannabe pilots, and uh, the instructor's telling him to do stuff. He's got do whatever this to, to perform a split S, which is a fighter plane technique. Any questions? And then Nestor, who's a little piece of shit, is just like fucking ignoring the instructor. <laughs> he's like, yeah, do pigs fly? <laughs> 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 Nestor is an absolute piece of shit. Uh, he's, he's got his new leather jacket. Yeah, he's got a really cool black leather jacket, which is uh, more of a motorcycle thing, but I'll allow it. Man, I
1: we've asked this, and at this
0: point, I feel
1: like Nestor is 20 comics past what when he should have died. Like, he should be dead. <laughs> yeah. In fact, this comic ends with him, right? He's It ends with them like, spiraling down, and there's no next panel. Like, the next panel that it should be would be just destruction, and he's dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really end, does it? No, uh, it's
1: just them almost crashing and then it's just over.
0: Yeah, so the instructor <clears throat> is fed up with Nestor's bullshit, which yeah, bear, I get it, and bear. forces him into the cockpit. And he's like, Why don't you show us how it's done, Ace? And uh Nestor is like, Yeah, whatever. Um, so he's in the he's in a two-seater biplane with a gunner in front of him, and the guy's like, It's the red baron. And uh, Nestor makes a Snoopy joke by talking about a beagle. Yep. Uh, And then he does a bunch of loops and he causes the Red Baron to get disoriented and crash. (laughs) And then the joke, I'm going to put joke in quotes here. The joke, the joke that ends this is he says, Red Baron, all those pizza delivery guys are overrated, if you ask me. Boom. Uh, Why do we think Nestor's getting his pilot license? I think he wants the good, the good pay. (laughs) I think he's in it for the money.
1: I think he wants the free burial service. I think he's, 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 he just, he, he, he wants to die. uh, And he's trying to find like an honorable death for himself.
0: And Nestor had intercourse with the wrong person who was infected by the, it follows ghost. (laughs) And he knows that he can't run forever. And that thing is going to find him and mess him up eventually. (laughs) So he's trying to get his affairs in order.
1: Do you want to flip a coin on this?
0: Oh, to see if it's the It Follows
1: Ghost or something else? To see if it's, It Follows Ghost or he wants the good pay.
0: <laughs> Wait, which one is Tails? Um, heads and Tails.
1: Let's go Heads is uh, good pay.
0: All right, Tails, It Follows Ghost. It's Tails. <laughs> 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 oh, All right. Nestor had sex with somebody infected by the It Follows <laughs> Ghost. and <laughs> He's trying
1: to give himself an honorable death before before... Hey, if you've they never seen little, the
0: movie, it follows. It's I, real good. I have not. Oh man, yeah, I, I, listeners at home, I, I get
1: the gist of it though.
0: There's a there's a ghost that follows you yeah. <laughs> that only you can see that just looks like a person, like you know, like a nude old lady or a really tall guy that just walks slowly towards you forever. Ooh. it follows. Great <laughs> soundtrack. That's too. Kind of
1: spooky. Okay.
0: Uh, hey, Spider-Man games are coming for SNES, NES, and Game Boy. It's a cool Spider-Man poster. Uh, it's got Carnage on it.
1: I'm always surprised. Like, Spider-Man's like one of those,
0: like, kind of Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles where it's like, you, Spider-Man could have, it is weird that one of the most popular superheroes is like a spider person, right? It's like, that's not like a obvious choice, like Superman is, or it's Batman's kind of.
0: Guess, yeah, I don't know. Batman's a bat person. Yeah,
1: yeah whatever. I don't care. I don't.
0: Know. Do you like Spider Man? I love Spider Man. Yeah, uh, I was just reading about Superman. Superman was an invention of the 1920s, I believe, mm. and was so popular that, like, within months, he was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, so he was like an instant, instant hit. I don't know. Spider Man's good. He's been around. My whole life, as
1: yeah. has
0: Batman Superman. Superman's fun. Good for him. Yeah. Do you have a favorite superhero? Thanks to like Kevin Conroy and like the animated series, Batman is definitely. Yeah. Is import- he's important. Okay. Although when I was a little kid, I would dress up as Superman.
1: Okay.
0: I had to be Superman. All right. So I guess it's, yes, I do have a favorite superhero.
1: <laughs> do you have
0: a favorite superhero?
1: Uh, maybe not. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that much of a superhero guy.
0: Do you have like a favorite baseball player? What do you got? Yeah,
1: I've got a favorite um, film director.
0: Film director. <laughs> favorite. It's it's Scorsese. Uh, well, I, I like Adam McKay's
1: writing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I my favorite superhero would probably be.
0: Thor. Uh, I don't uh, know. I don't care. We have to re-record Nestor's adventures because we didn't use the cue. Aquaman. No. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so,
1: yeah, let's, let's uh, use
0: that as a cue out of here. Okay. I'm not going to fix it. Soul I'm just going to... Re- because it only works when we're laughing at it. <laughs> hey, we're here at Soul Blazer. Soul we're Blazer. into the SNES games, finally. Yeah, thank God. This is a, This is like Secret of Mana, right? It's kind of like top-down action RPG thing.
1: Is it? I mean, I like Legend uh, of
0: Zelda.
1: I love JRPGs. Uh, I guess it's not, it's not really there. I mean, the SNES is so new. We don't. We haven't hit the, like the classics yet.
0: This is one of those games where one of the items you can get, even though it's a fantasy world, is a credit card.
1: <laughs> dude, that's always fun. Oh, there's that's two of fun. them. There's also
0: a VIP card you can get.
1: Yeah, I I like JRPGs, man. I'm excited for. Uh, honestly, when the, when we start popping those popping up in the magazine, I'll probably replay it. I want to oh, oh, yeah. replay Chrono Trigger. I want to replay Mario RPG. I want to replay Earthbound. Don't we have? I want to, I want to play Final Fantasy three for the first time because I've never, oh I've never beaten it.
0: That game, I, I actually, I've never beaten it either. Yeah, I always it, get
1: halfway through and then stop. you get to the
0: world of ruin and stop. Uh, I
1: get, I never, I haven't even made it to the world of ruin, but I think I get close to the world of ruin.
0: That's what I did. I definitely got to body slam the train and also yeah. <laughs> uh, I did the opera scene, which yep. I I remember loving. Opera scene's
1: awesome. So, well, that's the thing is like. Every GRPG or even like a Skyrim or Fallout or you know, whatever, which are I always play them in two periods. And the problem is if period one, uh, if the time between that and what period two would be if I were to like not have the Wii with me in college or the computer I was playing it on broke. Uh-huh. Like Final Fantasy, I would have beaten it by now, but every time I play it on something, I end up losing that device for some random uh-huh. reason in the next like four or five months. So I don't get to do that second playthrough.
0: I've been meaning to play Persona Five Royal on Easy, so that it doesn't take that. It doesn't take the full hundred hours to beat. I
1: should do that too. That's been because I also don't like want to like have to like mid max that game. Yeah, I I just want to eat burgers with my with my boys if I want.
0: Yeah, I want to. I I want to hang out with uh, you know, with the fun cast of characters who I don't know because I haven't played it yet. But like, maybe I should. um, Maybe I'll do that too. Persona Four. I watched some playthroughs and I watched the anime. So between those, I feel pretty comfortable. Okay. Like, I, I know who the murderer is. I feel like <laughs> I've gotten the Persona 4 experience. But, like, Persona 3 and Persona 5 are the ones that are kind of unfinished.
1: Yeah. I want I played a little bit of 5, non-Royal, when it first came out. But uh, I didn't get super far i mean (laughs) i i probably put a lot of hours into it but comparatively to how long that game is it was not super far i probably put like 20 hours into it which
0: is just the beginning it's still wild to me that three three tonally is probably closer to my own sensibilities Yeah, you want people shooting themselves in the head uh yeah to release powerful monsters that fight for them yeah um shoot and they don't like in the opening cinematic one of the characters (laughs) is like having a very hard time for the first time shooting herself in the head to bring monsters out. <laughs> it's its like really, it's really messed up. Whereas five is a little more like um, flashy and goofy and four kind of straddles the line where yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I feel like if, uh, if you're just a teenager trying to have a live your life over the course of a year and balance school and friends and maybe some romance and also going into a supernatural dungeon, uh, the dungeon should be really messed up. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I guess
1: five isn't like mega. I mean, they're like conceptually interesting, I guess, but like, they're not not like,
0: they're like going into people's hearts to like cruel to, uh, fix their cruelty.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's never like, I'm never like shocked by it. It's always like, Oh yeah, I guess this person's kind of an egomaniac. Okay.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, persona three your high school turns into a dungeon and yeah, you got to shoot yourself in the head to release monsters. That soundtrack's great. Oh man. Yeah. They're all so good. She Shit. Clue. She's, she's in the fourth one. Hey, it's uh, it's Clue. Clue. Monopoly. It's, Super bowling. It's Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> Super bowling. Super bowling. It's bowling for the Super Nintendo. It's uh, okay. So it, this
1: looked interesting at first. They had all these like, all the art for it is turkeys playing bowling. Yeah. But I uh, because a-, a turkey is a bowling. Yes, and so I'm down for turkeys being the characters, but uh, so they have all this artwork of turkeys, but looking at the game, there's not a single turkey. Are they uh, are they misleading me here? They tricked us. Yeah, there's not. I don't think there's a single fucking turkey in in this game. Uh, They're just like giving us fake mascots that aren't actually a part of the game. So no, thank you. Boo. Big skip on that.
0: Player cold contest. Here's a cool contest. You get to go hang out with Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yep. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. What's uh what's, in LA? What's DJ Jazzy Jeff doing nowadays? I don't know. See, uh not starring in Bad Boys Three. Slapping people at the Oscars. He's he's doing stuff periodically. It looks like he still performs with Will Smith, is the main thing. Like with music? Yeah, yeah, like uh, Fresh Prince. They went on uh, they did music festivals and stuff in the 2010s. Oh, yeah. All right, that's yeah, fun. fun little contest. Uh, Here's the thing about this contest. is like you get to spend the weekend in California. They're going to give you a miracle piano teaching system for your NES or SNES, whatever it is. But it's not clear how much time you're actually going to spend with the Fresh Prince in DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, it might just
1: be like a quick, like autograph session.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: I mean, they honestly so, might just end up going to a volcano.
0: There's no volcanoes in <laughs> Southern California. Yeah, you never know. Yes, I do. <laughs> you never know, man. That's not... If you're dry as peeled. <laughs> cannot double down on that. <laughs> that's a that's a fact you can look up. That'd be, uh, cool.
1: That'd be cool if the, like, Hollywood sign was on a volcano.
0: Yeah. Right? I, I get the uh, jam with... It'll jam with the award-winning rappers is on your own Miracle Piano Teaching System. So I don't know. Does that mean they're going to set them up and sit down and do the piano teaching system thing with them? Or are you just going to hang out in a studio with them and mess around with stuff? That'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah, that seems neat. That's it's fine. just really unclear what you're actually signing yeah, up for. I don't know. I'm not a big music guy. I guess what I wanted to say was my understanding is Will Smith is... He's, he's like he likes kids. He's cool. He, yeah. He'd be a good person to like win the contest and get to meet him. Yeah,
1: he seems like he would um, be, um, uh, like, he. Would, I don't know. I don't. I don't know him at all. Uh, but he, I feel like he'd be like putting his putting putting the work in.
0: I could see them firing up Miracle Piano teaching system and be like, "What is this shit? Come over here!" And they have it like an Akai PC. Yeah. And like we're gonna we're gonna sample some beats. Get out that Creative Records. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's the contest I want to yeah. win.
1: Uh, that sounds fun.
0: Okay. Now playing. Um, I got some things to say. I have some things to say
1: also. All right. Uh, you want to... S- Mine is more about the artwork. Okay. Yeah. Start, start us with the... Tell us about George and Rob. <laughs> okay. So what I've been noticing, which I think is interesting, is the artwork for George has gotten more and more attractive yeah. Uh, as they've gotten on. And the artwork for Rob has gotten less and less attractive throughout yeah. the issues. Uh, and on top of that, uh 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 this artwork starts with George doing rocks. He does rocks from rock, paper, scissors. A very attractive oh. George is doing rock from rock, paper, scissors. Then a very ugly, distorted looking Rob is doing scissors, which loses to rock. They're really, it seems like they're really, it seems like Rob's kind of influencing it. They're really like uh pitting Rob as the
0: yeah, this, this is, the is alpha really here. This is really interesting. So, yeah, th- this is the magazines like Siskel and Ebert, basically. Yeah, and, um, and they're giving George some Rob- dominance over Rob. George used to be pretty, uh, pretty portly in his illustrations. Yeah, no, he used to be real,
1: real. He was like real fat, and, yeah, and and Rob looked normal. He looked skinny, but he looked normal. But now you can like see his bones. He's like sad. He's, he's got like he's extra dying. lines on. <laughs> extra lines on his face. Yeah, uh, he's he, he doing looks, scissors with like quaking fingers
0: yeah, while he, George is doing a nice strong rock. He looks mangy. Yeah. You know, like when a cat's been outside and <laughs> not given a bath in a yeah, long time. Yeah. yeah he yeah. looks mangy. So I'm, I'm curious on what's going on here. Um. Well, so there is one clue that I picked up on. Okay. So the format of now playing, if you've not listened to these episodes, when it started out, it was more conversational and they were just going back and forth and they would kind of, conversationally drift from game to game. And it was a little more just like authentic and con- it's just normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, now it's, they have a title with the game. They describe what the game is. And then each of them, George starting has something to say. Yes. And here's what's interesting. It's now no longer clear that they're talking to each other. Huh? Each of the things they say are just generic comments on the game. So I have to wonder, are they fighting? Oh man, it does yeah, it does. That's a good point.
1: Cause yeah, they're not it's not conversational anymore. It's just literally like both their thoughts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Tech Tecmo Cup, which is uh some kind of looks like a sports sports soccer game. Yeah, it's, G- it- George says this game is not the soccer equivalent of Tecmo Bowl. It emphasizes the decision making aspect of playing soccer and offers very little action. Rob says a role playing sports game hit the showers. So you could switch those, it wouldn't matter. Like it's yeah,
1: huh? Interesting. So they're, they're, they're,
0: they're on the rocks. I mean, it seems
1: like they've also kind of hit a similar kind of codependent toxic relationship as Howard and Nestor.
0: Uh, that's really you know? interesting. Uh,
1: and uh, you know, maybe they are three, uh, you know, maybe they've incepted each other and have done terrible, terrible things to each other. And this is kind of, we're starting to see the aftermath of uh, I think George and Rob is the new Howard and Nestor. I'll, I'll be honest. I think there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's lines to read into here.
0: This is another case where uh, it's very obvious that culture is hugely influential. This is, this is why, you know, for example, giant robots are not more uh, normalized in military applications because Uh every time DARPA or other research initiatives do a giant robot project, the people who are piloting them start wearing like face masks and get really flamboyant. Like, so they have to cancel the program (laughs) (laughs) because the test pilots start going crazy. They go crazy. Yeah, Yeah. I'm
1: with you. And this is what's happening. Yeah. It's like this weird, distorted, uh, you know, I'm uh, it's talking about persona. I'd, I'd love to see what George's heart truly is. And what's, uh, Rob's heart. It's probably full of corruption and <laughs> evil.
0: I think, I, I think there, there's some kind of dynamic between them and the illustrator. Like the illustrator is the third person. Yeah. Is it, is it like a love triangle? Yeah. It's a strange, like what is going uh, on?
1: The kind of sh- shadows be behind. And I don't know who the third face is, but they're certainly, you know. To be honest, I think the third face is what, you know. I think they're kind of forcibly turning George and Rob into a Howard and Esther scenario. Like I think they're planting seeds to make that happen.
0: Maybe it's net. The other thing that I think we should really make sure to acknowledge here is this is how much of this is like the picture of Dorian Gray, where I don't know. Uh, the the old the kind of horror story about the uh, oh who wrote the picture of Dorian Gray? Anyways. The idea is that there's this guy who wants to, like, live forever and be a real hedonist. So he has a painting uh, made of him, a portrait. Uh And he hides the portrait in the attic. And he stays young and beautiful while all the horrible things he does, like, make the painting look more and more decrepit. Yeah.
1: I think that's kind of what's happening is... Yeah. uh,
0: Do do you think... Yeah. Do you think Rob is, like... (laughs) George is, George is actually the one who's fallen apart, and Rob is like, oh, like so Really you were, young and
1: handsome. If you were to go, yeah, see them in the real life. Rob's looking better than ever. Uh, he's spring. He's he's walking around. He's he's hopping around. George is uh, a big fat. Just he's like he he can't walk. He's missing a leg. <laughs> That is also a funny painting of that, uh, uh, in a magazine. It's fun. It's constantly like, what
0: is, what is going on between them? It's been a while since we've been able to read this much into behind the scenes. I'm glad we're
1: back. We're going to have to check in. I'm curious on, I didn't expect this to happen, but George and Rob, that's where all the drama is. That's where all the excitement is, is is happening. Uh, it's George, Rob, and, uh, it's not even that it's George, Rob and some other mysterious figure. There's a third entity.
0: Who is the third? Who is this illustrator? Um, One, okay, so we're getting close to the end here, so I just want to acknowledge um, this is not the only magazine from September 92 that I read. Okay. uh, Because there wasn't a lot going on here, so I cracked open this month's EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Okay. And uh, one of the things that is missing from this issue, maybe it'll be in the next one, but like they review Strike Gunner, which is a vertically scrolling uh, shooter on the Super Nintendo, um, they call them blasters, George and Rob do, because they're a couple of weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing. Gross. EGM also had a review of my favorite SNES shooter, Space Megaforce. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was getting like eights and nines. Yeah. They loved it. Hell which, yeah. Which was super exciting because I'd never seen reviews for that game. And I love it. I think it's an awesome game. Cool,
1: but they didn't even acknowledge it here. Yeah, maybe it'll be in the next issue. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, all you're going to get is like, I mean, to be honest these reviews are being tainted by the story of George and Rob. It's not about the reviews at this point. It's about the like mysterious figures behind them.
0: This is like reading a movie review on ain't it cool news in like 2008. It's Mm -hmm. like, Harry, I don't give a shit about what happened over your weekend. Can you please just tell me about (laughs) this movie I want to learn about? Yep. (sighs) Harry Knowles. Damn. All right. Top 20. All right. Top three NES, go. Right. <laughs> Battletoads number three. All right. TMNT three. The Manhattan Project. Okay. Super Mario Brothers three. All right. Okay. Nothing crazy there. All right. Do the su- SNES games.
1: Super SNES. Uh, Super SNES. F zero.
0: Hey. F three. Super Mario
1: World at two.
0: All right. Okay. Number one by a lot. Jesus! Out link to the past. It's like almost four times the points. Yeah. They're really, again
1: really saving up. Energy here. They were they were lagging behind, but now they're they're clearly number one.
0: It's it's really this is great. I don't think we've seen this dynamic in the magazine before, where it's like th- the top place game, which has n- been around nine months again, like Super Mario World. Yeah, like they came out the same year. Yeah, they're the yeah they I think they were a little delayed on like uh, this these charts because I do think
1: Mario World came out before Legend of Zelda. Right? I
0: think Mario was ninety one, Zelda was early ninety two
1: okay so yeah there's a bit of a gap there which maybe like makes sense like mario world i bet was like slamming the charts right when it came out
0: but yeah yeah I mean, but not by this factor i yeah. feel like it was doing well but like it feels like people are like freaking out about the legend of zelda
1: yeah i, I mean i think well deserved it's a it's a good ass game
0: yeah. Uh, yeah and then there's some game boy games yeah yeah that's not even read it okay cool <laughs>
1: Uh, I feel bad for the listener who's always listening
0: for the top three Game Boy games. Stop playing Game Boy, it's bad for you. Play Game Boy Advance. Uh celeb- celebrity player profile is Tim Allen, who, who had a hit that's right. Oh, oh, oh. uh he had he had a hit sitcom at the time, home improvement, which had fun Halloween episodes. This is
1: this is a big deal for me because um oh well, let's talk about the Halloween episodes in a bit, but this is uh First time I met a new high score of recognizing two celebrities in a row for the player's profile. Will Smith and Tim Allen. Yeah, so that we are. Uh, this is currently the high score. It is two in a row for me of recogni- recognition.
0: Tim Allen's a really interesting guy because I knew him from the home improvement era, which was like kind of a family friendly. So it's a terrible sitcom, right? Uh, it's... With good Halloween episodes. It had the novelty of it, like the fun of it, there, there's a couple of bright spots. Um, yeah. Specifically, they they do a lot of like his on his fix his like regional TV show that he has. He will frequently like invent like here's a man's kitchen, and then things will go horribly wrong because he's like super power. If I remember correctly in the kitchen episode, he's made it. So the entire kitchen can be washed like a dishwasher. So like the doors just close and like the whole thing, but he is trapped in it when it <laughs> closes. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. It's that kind of show. Okay. So it's probably, but be- it's better than like full house. I must begrudgingly admit, I think home improvements probably a better show than full house. Do you, do you have a soft spot for full house? Yeah. Really? I,
1: I guess. I, I mean, because really, that show sucks.
0: It's real bad. Yeah.
1: But you have a, you like, it, it's like a home. It feels like warm to watch it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're both bad. I don't know. Home improvement's fine. Full yeah. house is
1: fine. Good Halloween episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, great. What's,
0: what's happening in the Halloween episodes? Uh, it'd be a lot of like, he would go out of his way to build contraptions, to terrify the kids with like monster, you know, to make a monster out of Christmas lights and stuff. And
1: I like, I, I like the kitchen idea,
0: the kitchen that, yeah. The, and then he, he has an assistant on the show, uh, Al who appeared in a channel one oh one show because they got a cameo <laughs> from Richard Karn as the actor. Um, and he's like the voice of reason on the show. Yeah. So he'd be like, eh, I don't, I don't think so, Tim was his catchphrase. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. It, it's weird. Uh, Tim Allen uh, narrowly avoided going to jail in like the 70s. Uh, Why? Because he, well, he avoided jail time because he ratted out the people he was like dealing drugs to. And,
1: pre, pre him being famous or he was dealing drugs while he was like
0: famous? Uh, that's a good question. I think it was before he was famous and then he became a stand up and then he did the show and Toy Story and yada, yada. And now he's like, the rest is history. The rest is history. He he doesn't want to go to prison. Just other drug dealers should go to prison.
1: Gotta go to prison. Pack Watch. I'm always confused on Pack Watch whether we should talk about the games or not because they're going to be featured in new up in future volumes. So I like, do we want to get like it's like I kind of want to talk about Super Star Wars. It looks interesting. Oh uh, yeah, that's but like, probably we should probably wait, right?
0: Yeah, it'll it'll become. I mean that that one's definitely coming out. I'm pretty sure it's a cover cover issue game. Yeah, like, it's gotta
1: be. Uh, I didn't realize. Just see, uh, yeah, I don't want to say anything about it, but I, I, this game, uh, just through the few pictures they show, is there's more to this game than I realized. I thought it was just like straight up a platforming game. But oh, I
0: thought you'd played this. No. Oh yeah, no, it's got. Um, I mean, play it.
1: It seems interesting just from the, the photos.
0: It's it's very arcadey, and yeah, there's mode seven kind of action levels that are super cool. Um, it's a pretty technologically slick game for the era. Um, although those mode seven levels run like garbage, like, it's like <laughs> probably 10 frames a second. Probably looks cool though. At uh, the time. Yeah. This is a big deal. When it came out, we all, we all played this one. Dragon warrior four.
1: I hey. D- I do want to play the Dragon Warrior games uh, or the Dragon Quest. So play
0: them on easy and beat them in that, under a hundred hours. That,
1: that's been my move. I uh I did I've been playing Final Fantasy nine on easy, and it's great. Hmm. I don't need those games to be challenged I don't want to grind. Yeah, grinding's
0: for grinding's s- sucker, people with, with nothing to do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. Alright. We we're made done. it. We're done. Oh, I had a couple of other Here. Do a little over the garden wall segment and talk about what's in that EGM because there's yeah, there's a couple else? other small things. Else? Honestly, the main things that I wanted to call out are just like the differences between Nintendo Power, which is a house magazine. Yeah, It doesn't have ads in it except at the front for only like Nintendo accessories. Yep, it's like Disney Channel. Yeah, and they don't really rate games. Or they do, but they no. kind of yeah, do definitely- their best to like smooth over any negative ratings so they don't piss people off. Yeah. Meanwhile... There's so many ads in EGM. It is yeah. added up. And it, interesting. And the stuff they're advertising is wild. Like at this point in time, the TurboGrafx CD and the Turbo Duo were out. So they uh, okay. so they're trying to sell the TurboGrafx 16, which is another 16 bit console. It's kind of third place. Yeah. After the Genesis and the SNES. But yeah, like also the Turbo Duo, where you could play Yeast uh mm. and other games that you know really well. Interesting.
1: So is it, this magazine covers all systems is the idea, right?
0: Yeah. Electronic and it's gaming kind of, monthly it's less bias and it's not PC games. It's consoles specifically console specific. and, okay. and handhelds. So Got like it. they gave a little preview of Sonic the Hedgehog two on game gear. That's September
1: 92, man. It's crazy that Sonic's a thing right now in this,
0: in this Nintendo. I know. Right. In this, in this, in this year, you don't even hear about him here. Yeah. Uh, the, the other big thing is the letter from the editor is all about what a, how just fucking huge Street Fighter 2 is. Oh, right. Really? Like it's an entire letter from the editors talking about how Street Fighter 2 is everywhere. Yeah. They even mention um there's a rumor at this point that Nintendo is trying to get Street Fighter 2 to be a pack-in game in a bundle. Okay. For the SNES. Fun. That's pretty much it. Oh, there is a uh, there's an arcade advertisement. So like the an actual company selling arcade machines is advertising this new game called Mortal Kombat.
1: Okay oh yeah fun there you go it's cool. yeah it's honestly, cool to get a little peer at the the other world
0: over the garden wall More going on also a kid wrote in to ask if nintendo was going to make a snes adapter for the nes and they were like no kid yeah
1: <laughs> kid, um cool that's fun that's fun stuff uh yeah all right let's rate i, I think we should rate george and rob now that they're the new Howard and Nestor.
0: okay can we rate george rob and the mysterious <laughs> illustrator and
1: the mysterious third entity slash illustrator yeah. I can go and start. I think okay. uh, George again. I don't. Well, it depends on the, what what the rules are. I don't know if George is, what was that painting thing you're talking about?
0: Oh, the picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah, I don't
1: know if the picture of Dorian Gray rules are applying or not. Yeah, that was speculation. Yeah, that's like, speculation. I don't, I
0: don't know. Yeah, I, so I'm gonna. Have to I'm go just with, asking questions. I have to
1: just go with my gut on this. I think George is fucking up to no good. I don't. I don't trust him one bit. Uh, I'm gonna give him a two, and maybe I'm just relating to rob is the the other guy's name the the, other one the other guy you know he's skinny i'm skinny i'm gonna give him an eight uh and then the mysterious figure i think is is the driving force i think it's what's interesting so i'm gonna have to give uh i want to know more about whoever this is so i'm gonna give it a nine all
0: right so that was george gets a four or no two two okay and then rob gets an eight and the mysterious figure gets a nine yeah that's pretty generous yeah um so much like the uh, the two pop star characters in Macross Frontier. Yeah. Um, they kind of switch places because it feels like when it started off, Rob was the handsome guy. Yep. And George was a little frumpy. And now yeah. George is looking quite handsome. George looking great. And uh, Rob looks like he's on a meth. Rob's yeah, right? <laughs> like, not doing good. <laughs> so I kind of I, I just I have so many questions and they're just not getting answered in the magazine. But they're clearly like they're not speaking right now. are yeah, they? Yeah.
1: There's clearly a rift between the two. What's best friends?
0: I like George's kind of go get him. I can better myself attitude. So I got to give him some points for that. So you're going to
1: take the illustrations at face value. You think he's truly more handsome in real life?
0: Well, I said the Dorian Gray thing was speculation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's say, yeah, let's say that the pictures are a reflection of if not their souls, then their faces, you know, (laughs) like this is yeah.
1: okay. So he's truly, he's, he's bettering himself while Rob's falling apart.
0: Yeah, the the conceit in the picture of Dorian Gray is that that's his soul that's wasting away (laughs) as he is a disgusting... uh, It's
1: interesting because there's three potential rules here. That's either Dorian Gray rules, and that's what's happening. It's a true reflection of themselves, or the third entity, the artist, is pulling some weird strings here.
0: Uh, Let's flip a three-sided coin, and we'll just decide really quickly. Because
1: that would actually affect my ratings. I'll stick with them for now. Maybe this will change for future ones.
0: Uh, Roll a three-sided dice. Wait, which one is which? (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. I don't care.
1: Um, uh, one, one, I think one's Dorian Gray. Two is True Reflection. Three is mysterious entity is kind of pulling some strings. This is all kind of like a deeper kind of forty chess kind of thing. I don't, I don't know.
0: There's uh, something else going on. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's it's, try. It. And
1: it's the artist is kind of just doing whatever whatever they want.
0: All right, I guess it's the mysterious entity.
1: Uh, okay,
0: the, there is something else going well, on. So that, that doesn't give us a lot of like real. So we can only speculate yeah there's only we're, that that
1: we got the option that still leads to speculation we don't really know what's going on
0: i'm gonna I'm gonna give George a six uh rob looks pretty rough and I think he needs to clean himself up I'm gonna give him a three okay uh, he's Our, looking kind of mangy and yeah, the, the mysterious dead. person whatever I'll give him a 10 this is crazy yeah, okay all right there That's we go fun stuff we did it all right
1: um um what's the Ready to do this? Right, uh, no,
0: it's not. You're just... Well pre- oh, yeah, I about that one. Oh, the jazz riff. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. I missed I miss the jazz riff. Thanks for listening. Do you want me to... Are you trying to get yeah. me to play the credits? Get us, out, get, get us out of here. All right, fine. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Listen uh, to our other episodes of the podcast no for really. more podcasts.
1: Yeah, uh, let's plug our own podcast. Uh, If you were to click on this podcast and go backwards, yeah, if you want to listen
0: to a podcast where we go through old issues in Nintendo (laughs) Power Magazine, rate us five stars. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, rate us five stars (laughs) and then uh, listen to this episode again as well as some of the other episodes. There you go. Come on. The Now You're Playing with Podcast Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Power Players Power Team. Music by Games Cameron. Find back episodes, send us emails, and do cool stuff at our website, nowyourplaying.com. That's your with an E, because we know how to do grammar.